Welcome to That's So Retrograde. Hello. We're your problematic faves. <laughs> I'm Elizabeth Escott. Hello, I'm Stephanie Efsenbari. Uh, can I just shout out Hotbox Sauna Studio real quick? Hell yeah. Who's in my roses, but we can do it now. Oh, okay. Well, we'll, we'll save the whole experience for the roses. Steamroll the Sorry. whole fucking outline. I'm gaslighting. <laughs> um, I just learned that term. So oh, I'm just fun. using it for everything. Vocabulary. Um, but I just want to say that when I got there, she was like, are you Falcon? And I was like, oh, I've arrived. For sure. Yeah, it's really caught on in like a, a whole new way. I'm loving like it. Like I said, I really attribute it to the, it being the year of the ladybird. Oh, it, right. As like the right. movie contenders. It People just are really like aligned. accepting bird names for first names now. Mm-hmm. Mm, I'm on board with it. I never knew I'd be part of it, but, but here life we takes are. you in some zany directions. It sure does. <laughs> um, okay, let's start off with uh, a shout out to an experience that we both had yesterday. Oh. So it's called Nirvana Clairvoyant Acupuncture. Elizabeth and I both had the pleasure of experiencing the healing of Dagonet. I don't know how to pronounce it. Dagonet. Dagonet. Fucking dope. Dagonet Nur. Dagonet Nur. I'm calling Steph Zimbarian eating while we're recording. Wow. And notice how I'm just like so chill and like not even mentioning it. Mm -hmm. I actually like mouth sounds. So I don't know. Hate. It's my mouth sounds are my kink. Hate them. Okay, but Nirvana Clairvoyant Acupuncture, holy fucking shit. Damn, she's based in New York and then does two weeks in L.A. each year and is going to be posted up doing um, sessions out of the Four Seasons. Fancy. Um, so that's her thing. She, But she goes like all around the country, but mainly New York and L.A. So it's spelled N-U-U-R-V-A-N-A. So it's like Nirvana, her but with her last name. Nir, yeah. yeah. And what she does basically is she talks to you about your acupuncture what you feel like you need, what you feel like you're working on, you know, physically and also energetically, and then gives you the acupuncture and we both got cupping. And then while you're in the session, she gives you a clairvoyant reading. So it's like a trifecta of all good. It was amazing. I will say I was so fucking exhausted that I fell asleep. And then I woke up to her being like, sorry, I'm saying a lot. Are you getting all this? And I was like, oh, I'm in a dream state where I'm in a glass room and all my friends are walking in, but I have been recording this. So I'll revisit this in a little while. Yeah. It was so amazing. Thank you so much. You guys, need to check her out. I also had an epiphany last night that um, on the tip of our Best of LA Awards, I'd like to do a healers page Ooh. where we, because we've been getting so many questions of like, who do we go to for A, B, C, D, all those things. So I I actually wanted to start a Google Doc amongst friends where everyone can throw it in, but I Cute. thought, why not take it to the internet and put it up on thatsoretrograde.com. So that is currently being manifested. And as soon as I have time to sit at my desk... We'll make it happen. As soon as I have time slash desire to. <laughs> um, all right. Well, guess what, guys? It's week in wellness is in wellness. popping off this week. And it's just way too in line with everything that we're going through right it now. It really is. First of all, you know what's not in my week of wellness? Tell me. That I'm more caught up on Kardashian than you are. Here's what makes me really upset. That you're about to spoiler alert Kardashians <laughs> from this week for me. <laughs> and you know nothing makes me more mad aside from... You texting me, hello, question mark, question mark, which we talked about last week. <laughs> then you, when you read my magazines before I read them, this is right. Al- <laughs> First of all, you almost ruined Fergie's Super Bowl for me. So, you mean that her national anthem from the Yeah, what was it? Sorry, things. sports. I'm a little bit lost. Basketball <laughs> All-Star Weekend Fergie <laughs> performance. You wanted to talk about it so bad, and Chelsea literally had to wrap her hand around your face to keep you from spoiling. I know. So guess what? This goes both ways, my friend. Okay, so what I'm alluding to is that Stephanie watched the Kardashians this week, and I haven't watched it yet, but what happened, Steph? Well, Kendall is suffering from crippling anxiety. <sighs> poor, poor sweet babe. And I empathize. She is a November 3rd Scorpio, yeah. so I feel I get her plight. 
She's like, anxiety is all mental and you really got to work through it. I tried meditation, but sometimes it doesn't work or I don't stick with it. So then she called on none other than our friends at the den meditation. That's right. And one of the teachers from the den went over to Kendall's apartment, I'm assuming house. I don't know where she lives Mm -hmm. and gave her a sound bowl healing and guided her through a meditation and that's so retrograde. It's so retrograde. And she explained it. And then she was like talking about it in her, in her, with her, with her sisters. Like it was more normal the way she was describing it. Like it was like a sound bowl. It was healing. And then when she did her confessional, she's like, yeah, this lady came over and she makes sounds with bowls. And it was just like, Kendall. I mean, hey, they're doing their best. But it was awesome to see. And I just love that. Like it truly is infiltrating the pop culture conversation totally. in like a very real way with a humongous reach. Side week in wellness. Yeah. Yesterday during the acupuncture clairvoyant reading amazingness, she put a sound bowl on my back. Yes. That's never happened to me that before. That was really cool. And then she closed it off by like the reverberations, like going through my entire body. She likey. Yeah. I liked it too. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, Give me more. Of move that. over my vibrator. Come over lady with the sound. <laughs> Let's do it. Um, okay. So on the same tip of, I mean, I can't like, what is going on in the world? You guys who caught Vanderpump rules this week? I did. Who's on it? Our tarot card reader, Angie Banneke, who's like OG guest of that. So retrograde. She was like one of the first five guests. Totally. And also a dear friend of mine who back when she was started doing cards is when we became friends because she used to do like PR for beer companies. Amazing. And she in a gift bag got a thing of Prada, like a Prada branded tarot deck. And all of a sudden she was like, I'm so good at this. And like since then has become a full time tarot reader is like going all over the world doing this and then shows up on my TV screen reading Stassi and Katie and I about plot. I was like, <laughs> what's going on? That's amazing. It was amazing. It was so exciting. Well, I was well, like, you know, I text her. I'm like, you know, I watch this show, right? Like, yeah. this is my show. You know, this is my passion. This is my passion. <laughs> Very passionate about Vanderpump Rules. So dark. I can't believe we're <laughs> friends. Uh, actually, I will say that I when I watch it, I am immediately very involved. Yeah, it's because it's gotten so good. But that's for like a whole. That's for next time we're on Amy Phillips on right, reality right, check. Right, we don't right. need to bore you guys with that here. We'll do Elizabeth's thesis on why Vanderpump Rules is an important cultural moment later. Later, we've got to get to drinking. We've got to get to drinking. We've got an exciting, exciting uh, <laughs> show for you all today. Who here likes to drink or wonders how can I be on my wellness journey even though I love to drink? Me, I do. I so wonder. many questions. So we have Monica Little and Brian of. I, Brian, I don't know your last name. Cuddy? Brian Cuddy. Of Organic Cellar Wines. Yes. Certified sommeliers and listener, listeners of the show. Brian, Brian how big of a listener are you? Huge. Huge. <laughs> just started. Awesome. Already a fan. Welcome to the show, guys. Hi. Hello. <laughs> so here we are sitting with our guests. Monica Little and Brian Cuddy of Organic Cellar Wines. Are you both certified sommeliers? Or just one? Is it sommelier Monica. or is it sommelier? Sommelier. <laughs> Sommel- <laughs> well, Whatever there's a want. long Whatever. story with that, but it has to do with a Bravo television show, and we don't have enough time for that. <laughs> so, Thank God. <laughs> um, that has turned into an inside joke in my head, okay. just for me. Just- anyway, um, Brian, so what do you do in the wine world? Uh, so the Organic Cellar is my company. Cool. And uh, I uh, source the wines you're going to have today. We have about 45 different uh, wine-producing families in mm-hmm. uh, Italy, Spain, and France that Ooh. we purchase their, their wines from, selected wines. 
and we import those. And I have a sales team of Monica is the South Orange County sales rep. And uh, so we distrib distribute in Southern California, and we also sell to other distributors in different states. And we have a retail line uh, online shop as well. And all your wines are, per the name, organic. Yeah, the ones that aren't organic are we market those as old world. They're done. <laughs> they're, they're, they're made in the. They're sort of retrograde. Before the USDA. <laughs> no. so retrograde. Yeah. <laughs> Most of them are certified. Uh, in some regions, uh, certain uh, varietals of the top producers still aren't, but they're very, very small states, and they're well-known. So we get their technical analysis, and so their sulfite levels are very low. They don't use pesticides. Okay. Uh, but their production is very low. So for the, And I may be the only importer in the United States, so most of the wines would be sold within Europe. Okay. And uh, so it's not, not uh, worthy of them to go ahead and get the certification. So we market those as a style of wine that was produced back before 1950, before chemicals became part of okay. production and agriculture. Okay. They're very pure. Very pure it is interesting that we live in a world where we have to indicate organic simply because there's so many chemicals, right. whereas like in the earlier parts of any yeah. kind of manufacturing, they just were yeah. Yeah. organic. Yeah. Right. So it, there's, so there's a category implies... sort of like that now, which pertains to that, and it's called natural wines. Okay. So natural wines, if you're buying a natural wine, the importer or distributor should still be able to substantiate the chemicals that may be present in those wines. Okay. So you can ask them for that. And if they don't have it, then don't buy it. Now, does it being organic affect other things like hangover level and like, mm -hmm. you know, headachey mm -hmm. moments mm -hmm. such as those? Yeah. People always say, well, do I get headaches because of the sulfite levels in the wines? Uh, and I said, no, probably not. I think it's only like three to 5% of people in America have sulfite um, allergies. It's very low. That's, you know, it's still a lot of people. But uh, more so, it's probably the alcohol content, mm. because the alcohol uh, affects your sinuses. And the older you get, the more effect of the alcohol you have in your sinuses. The other thing is, um, I think there's 134 chemicals that a winemaker can add to make a wine. There's a book. Yeah. What's the point of yeah. the chemicals? That you can order from well, they can add alcohol. If, if, the, if the season's been a poor season and the grape is not producing enough alcohol with the yeast they're adding or the sugars they're adding, they can add alcohol. They can add water. They can add uh, acids. Coloring. Yeah, food coloring. No, yeah. I don't want that. So um, mass-produced, like the mass-produced wines, they have to taste the same year after year, no matter what's happening in the vineyard. So because consumers expect the same thing every year. That's so weird. I know. So they will manipulate the wines a lot of times to taste just like the first one they right. made that exactly. people have always loved. So yeah. like what about that um pink cute pink one you guys have over there? Let's um we're we talking it? about the one. Yeah. Right? yeah. Okay. While we're while we're trying it, um well I guess I want to know about that wine specifically, but you mentioned sulfites twice already and I feel ooh. <laughs> oh <my> <laughs> and happy noise. And I feel like you know, I read. I always buy the bottles that say sulfite free, but I actually am not a hundred percent sure what the fuck I'm buying. Okay. So, could you explain to us like what that even is? So, I'll say this right now: conventional wines have an average of 350 ppm sulfites in them, which is just that's kind of sciencey and weird. But just remember that number because ours have under mostly under 100. I think we only have one that's over 100. The white yeah, Bordeaux. it's a it's yeah. a European certified wine. Yeah, and uh, what is it? So, well, Brian will talk about what sulfites are. Um, well, sulfites are the natural um, uh, chemical that's found on the outside of a skin. 
And we just it's cheers. usually like a white powder. And if you if you wait the like natural cheers. before you like clean the grape. Yeah, it's like yeah, that cheers. that film. Oh my cute! This is so cute. I wish you guys were here. <laughs> Everybody, if you if you're not driving or no, if you're at work, do it. Um, have a glass of wine with us. Oh my god, this is Join so us. good. What is this? This is 100 percent merlot. What? It's so light. What's this? Pink and sparkling. sparkly. Yeah. <gasps> so it's um, produced in. Uh, <laughs> Northern uh, east side of um, Italy, north of Venice, about 45 kilometers, uh-huh. about 30 miles. And it's actually from the oldest bonded winery in Italy. Uh, this Italy was first bonded in 1427. So uh, 70 years before Columbus came across, these guys were making this. Whoa. Um, so this vintage is like vintage number 600 and... <laughs> yeah. And the really interesting <laughs> yeah. thing about this property... Um, as old as it is, it's only been held by three families. So the current family bought it in 1906. <gasps> and uh, the great-great-grandson of that owner. So um, let, me, let me ask about, like, the, the finish, like, the af- I guess the aftertaste is the finish. Is that the mm-hmm. professional term? Um, I've never been one to understand. Fake it till you make it. Yeah, right? <laughs> the finish, right? <laughs> um, so this doesn't really have, um, like, it's not tart at the end or it's not, like, uh, yeah, I, could I guess literally drink this whole it's bottle. Balanced. It's balanced. That's mm-hmm. the word. Okay, so how so yeah. when you're so I enjoy wow. this very much. Good. How do you? How would you describe this if you were on a menu and you were looking for something that was light with a balance? Oh man, I'd probably call this like a strawberry. Ooh. It's kind of like a strawberry flavor. Um, like really clean, balanced, mm-hmm. a light. It's a frizzante, so it doesn't have a ton of bubble. Um, just a light. Like effervescence. How come right. a Merlot grape is a pink wine? Because I thought a Merlot is like a deep dark wine that I never want to order. So it, it makes depends my mouth on the amount. <laughs> like, we brought a Merlot that you're going to like. Okay. Yeah. Okay, um, it depends on the amount of skin contact. So during winemaking, mm. there's a certain amount of time you can soak the grapes with the skins, mm. which obviously they always have their skin, but then they separate them at a certain point from the juice. Um, and however long that period is, you get darker and darker. Oh. That's a general. Yeah. I mean, it could get a lot more yeah. technical than that. And they work the skins. They punch them down so they extract more of the color. So okay. this is, this only has the skin on uh, for a couple of days. It's called on the lees. Okay. For a couple of days. On the lees. Okay. And this is made in the same um, fashion as Prosecco. So it's um, produced in a um, in a large tank. And in the old days, there were big, thick uh, oak tanks, and they were about um, two thousand liter tanks. And um, so it's. Um, natural uh, carbonation and so the yeast is giving off carbon dioxide and that stays within the tank so it's a natural frizzante there's no carbon carbon dioxide added to this one. Oh, right. so um science and then, it's like mineral yeah water. so they so the, once, <laughs> it literally i just drank that so yeah. fast oh nice yeah that's, that's why it's 11 and a half percent alcohol this is a wine that we use for events and weddings i call it our wedding wine um and it's very, very pure. I forget how many sulfites are in this. Which is very good. Which is the mark of any good pink wine. Right? Yeah. Wait, yeah. You, we, so, wait, so we never finished the sulfite. Oh, oh yeah, right. exactly. Okay, so the sulfites that uh, are on the outside of the skin naturally are, are occurring naturally in nature. naturally there to protect the, the grape from any bacteria to get oh. in and, and eat away at it. Okay. So if, when you were a kid, I'm from Canada, so we used, my mom used to buy these little uh, sun-made raisin uh-huh. boxes and put them in our lunches. Yeah. We had those right? in America, too. Right? Yeah, I know. Yeah. They came, <laughs> Have they you came heard from of California. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they came from California. Oh, California yeah. raisins. Where, where these things come from, right? Yeah. But did you ever notice that the raisins have a little white on them? Uh-huh. Right? Yeah. That's the natural sulfite. 
Oh. And a lot of fruit has a lot more sulfite than, than, um, than uh, raisins. If you're shopping in the market and you see plums... Ew, I'm so allergic to plums. Well, you are. That could um, be part of sulfur. The there's a lot of sulfur. fruit. Yeah, you can it's wash the skin. It's the you skin. You can wash that off or peel the skin off. And peaches sometimes too. Because if you look at a, a plum or prune, yeah, they're yeah. They're white. Really, they, they'll, yeah. they'll shrink right up because they have so much protection uh, to do that. Yeah. Right? Oh. So that's, that's nature. That's mother nature. So our wines have naturally occurring sulfites in them. Yeah, and so what happens is in, in the winemaking process, um, the organic producers will work the skins more in, in the tank where the, where the skins are. And it's called punching down or turning over. And, or they'll pump, um, if they are using pumps, circulate they'll pump it. to circulate more. So they're working the natural sulfites to be released from the skins. So they're getting the natural sulfites versus adding sulfites. Which is a preservative. Yeah. Oh, so the reason yeah. why they add them is yeah. to the make the shelf they- life longer? Yeah, the reason no, the reason they add it is because within the food making process, there's bacteria everywhere. Right. Right. So in uh, in the small estates, they're very clean because they're not moving grape or juice in from other places. So they're not moving through a lot of uh, pumps or a lot of hoses and things where little bits of bacteria can be hiding because it just takes a small amount of bacteria to contaminate something. It's like you know you get a bug for the flu and you're sick. Right. Same thing with that or with other with meats and vegetables the same way. So um, every time a winemaker receives, uh, let's say I'm, I'm making wine and I've got to buy grape from Monica's farm because I don't have enough. So every time Monica ships me her grape, she, she may put like 50 parts per million into that tank to keep it. by volume <clears throat> to keep it from getting any infection. Wait, 50? So she'll add yeah. sulfites yeah. in yeah. in the process right. of... Just to shipping keep it clean. so that it doesn't get bad by the time yeah. it gets to you. Yeah, yeah. So, and then oh. in the organic process, what they do typically is that the winers are very clean. The grape comes from the field and it's all hand harvested. So they're not bringing a lot of crap and bird crap. Yeah, like I've been to Napa and you see like men out there just literally picking the grapes off the vine. It's yeah, well, wild. See, usually <laughs> if they're hand picking, that's typically from an estate wine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because mechanically harvesting, if this is the grapevine and you got there are birds in there with nests and everything, that mechanical harvester just grabs everything. Yeah. Uh, yeah, oh, the out. stuff so, that's in a sorting they, table and, and the, at the, a winery. The sorting tables, they're going so fast, people sorting can't get it. So they have a lot of physical sorting. But in organic production and estate production, um, when they're out there harvesting a cluster and there may be a, a two or three rotten grapes on the thing, they'll take those off right away and put them in the basket. Right. So prior to entry to the winery, a lot of bacteria is already removed. A lot uh-huh. of bad stuff's gone. Plus, they're not bringing through all the other gunk, you know, that could be coming through. What does um, I noticed that um, with organic wine cellars, everything's biodynamic. What does that mean? Uh, biodynamic is the next level of organic production. Okay. And um, it goes back to an ancient uh, theory of farming, and I think it was originally started by the Greeks the and the Romans. The Romans continued with it, and it's about farming uh, with a calendar that's related to where the moon is in retrospect to the earth. Oh, so and retrograde. That's so retrograde. That's very retrograde, yeah. Whoa. <laughs> I love it's that very word. cool. <laughs> <laughs> Brian yeah. is a fan yeah. now. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Anyway, so um, when... Uh, Fascinating. Uh, Mm. Rudolf Stein started uh, biodynamic farming for wines back in 1924, 1926 in France. He used the the biodynamic calendar or the the calendar of rhythms, basically, of where the Earth is and constellations around, uh, sorry, the moon is around the constellations around the Earth um, as a... um, 
indicator of when they should do things. And there was a lady in Germany, her name is Martha Thune, and she studied that calendar and sort of what he was doing and what, um, what was happening with wine, uh, specifically with wine, in those different periods where the moon shifted from constellation to constellation. So she developed... What? Yeah, yeah, this is pretty... <laughs> I'm obsessed pretty with that. Yeah. So she designed, she designed a calendar called When Wine Tastes Best. <gasps> Right, and you're, you're going to put this on your app. We're going to put There's it on the app for, for you. that. I need it. Yeah. Okay. yeah. So what's really cool about it is um, the theory is that the, when you just talk about wine, um, wine, the wine is alive. Okay. Because the farmer, the, the winemaker, especially the farmer, these guys are all farmers. Right. They really don't call themselves winemakers. Um, they they have to produce a good grape, otherwise they, they have no way of making a good wine. Right. That's the first basic law that these guys all have. So they, they have to be really top farmers. And the second thing is the wine is alive, and it's going to change in the bottle. Uh, mm. They're very consistent because they're good farmers, and, and with 90% or 95% of the wines that we have, they're working with indigenous uh, varietals. So they're not trying to grow prairie grass at the beach, right? Right. You know what I'm so... Um, <laughs> So they can they, they produce good quality. They produce enough quality every year, and um, they they don't add sulfites and things until the very very prior to bottling. So, for example, before they bottled this, he it probably had about 18 parts per million natural from the skin. He added probably 22 parts per million. And there's they have a formula that they use, and the formula is based on. Uh, on the background or the history of that winemaking of that wine within that wine cellar. They know exactly what it's going to need. I, gotta add, I should add 22 parts per million. Okay. But the, the sulfites that they're adding in the wineries, um, they're culturing themselves. Uh, the no, not, no, not necessarily, no. no. But the thing that's really, really cool about um, organic production is that, um, and this is important, especially as you get older, um, that, that they don't add any yeast because I didn't even know that says. yeast was a thing yeah. in wine. Yikes. Okay, so along with, the, oh. along with the sulfite being on the skin, the other most important thing being on the skin is the indigenous yeast from that farm. From the it's fruit. It's on the skin. Yeah. yeah. Right. It's, on the, it's, it's natural. And um, so when, when, when the Merlot grapes come into the, the winery, they don't add yeast to start to eat the sugars to make alcohol. And what's really, really cool, another reason why you don't is get that because sick. it naturally happens over time. Yeah, mm-hmm. and okay. here's what ha- here's here's another reason why you don't get sick Pruno. drinking these wines. Right, right. <laughs> okay, here's here's another reason you don't get sick drinking these wines. And and I'm not a chemist; I'm a farmer. But the thing is, when you bring this wine in, and it's a northern merlot, and it hasn't got a lot of sugar in it. Okay, it's a northern climate merlot, and it's harvested pretty early. So they bring it in; they don't add yeast to it, but all of a sudden it starts to ferment. They take the remove the leaves or the skins. And they let it, in, put it in a tank, and it starts to ferment with those natural yeasts. And those little natural yeasts basically eat up all the sugar that's available to them. Oh, so it's not And then sugary. they stop. But all the other time, they're giving off gas, which is the CO2. And in this case, it's captured in the tank. Right. So even though this tastes sweet, it's only got like two grams per milliliter. That's one of the best I wines ever. So, it, so you don't get any added sugars. So as you, and as you get older, you're going to recognize you're not as young as you used to be, and you'll be more sensitive to things. We already know it. Sugars are bad for people. Yeah. Right? yeah. Uh, 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 laboratory yeast are not good for people. 
yeah. right. natural no, yeast. That, those words just yeah. Laboratory yeast. But like, so when when they do, so say like a, a wine, like um, what's a, like a cheap wine that we all like? Ch- two buck chuck. chuck. Yeah. So for example, yeah, with two buck chuck, it's like they're adding yeast to that because they need to expedite the process of fermentation because they're making so many bottles. Well, yeah, and the other thing is too, they have to make that wine taste exactly the yeah. same. Yeah, unfortunately. So they buy, there's like a whole book of yeast cultures you can buy that taste different ways. Like add this to your wine, it'll taste oaky and buttery. Oh, no. Add this to you know what I mean? There's all there's a huge and book is that this winemakers can order. Common right. for a lot of winemakers, like de, de, not depending like price point, you know. Yeah. Are they it all is. getting involved? Yeah, is yeah. the price like okay, so when I go into the grocery store, I look at a wine, just like if I'm going to a party, I'm like, okay, I feel like a sixteen to thirty dollar wine is where I'm like my, I'm maxing out at this point. Yeah, but I always try to go like the cheapest organic would be like my number one go to. But then there's things like a Sterling. Like I've been to that vineyard and I like had fun there. Yeah, I'm like okay, that was fun. That was good wine. <laughs> good I wanted times. to I wanted to buy it all when I was there because I was trash. But then I don't understand how like that vineyard, which seems to be like the guys are picking the grapes can be everywhere I go. That wine is everywhere. No. So I'm like, how no. is that real? No, what they're picking is is the showroom. Yeah, or the yeah. estate, like the That's reserve labels, stuff yeah, like that. Okay, and then they're, they're mass distributing on like a... What they're buying is they're buying yeah, they buy grapes from, from other people. six, seven, eight other farms. For the most liars! Yeah, and the, and the thing is... <laughs> I mean, if you ask them, they'll tell you, but nobody asks that. Well, right. the, yeah, and the thing is, they, they have to make that wine, as Monica indicated, to be completely the same as the last batch of the last vintage, or very close to the last vintage. So what they do is they manipulate it. Right. And the winemaker will tell you, he's a chemist. He's not a yeah. winemaker. Right. They've, and, and the other thing is, when they bring um, wine from uh, across the hill, you know, someplace, you know, 40 miles away. That you don't that tour. Grape, that, grape, <laughs> yeah, that grape doesn't taste the same as the one that's a mile away from their vineyard. So they have to put these yeah. together to make them taste it. <laughs> and what they're doing is they're putting a lot of stuff in there that your body doesn't like. Yeah. Your That's body you just doesn't like, like it. Right. And, right. and actually, the more pure you eat, the more it hits you. Yeah. Well, that's why I think we, we feel old because yeah. we eat you're, so you're well. Better, yeah. But, you know, because you're <laughs> saying, like, as you get older, you feel Sometimes. things. It's like yeah. we're we eat eating so well. <laughs> we're eating pretty cleanly considering, right. like, most of America. Literally. And just because we get bread every once in a while doesn't I mean that we're bad people. And out and yeah. <laughs> well, here's the thing. I will say. She's like, I ate a burrito. I don't eat clean. Do you remember like four years ago that like charcuterie summer where like every summer I had friends over and I, I was like the queen of the charcuterie plate and we would always put down like multiple bottles of wine. I could not well, if it function was that wine, way. We could. Hell yeah. So right oh, now yeah. we are on the San Pietro. Okay, which so, is a white wine, which I normally am not a white wine girl, but this is, if I were ever to drink white wine, this is how I would hope it would taste. Yeah. So this <laughs> is uh, San Pietro. Uh, I said, um, <laughs> shocking. <laughs> San Pietro She's from, from Detroit, <laughs> pardon her. <laughs> <laughs> so this is, this actually is our number one selling white wine. It's actually, some, it's some months it's our number one selling wine. Do you have any oysters? Oh, yeah, right? this is the perfect portion. I'm yeah. ready to order a pizza. Me like point too. Two. <laughs> Uh, any shellfish with this is a you know northern Mediterranean. Uh, the grape is Cortese. Okay. And there are only a couple of white varietals of grapes grown in that region. It's mostly a, a, a red wine Spanish? region. No, Piedmont no, is northern Italy, oh. northwest side of Italy. Okay. Uh, their side of Milan, towards okay. uh, towards us. Okay. And it runs up until the Alps. 
So this this is a really cool uh, vineyard. It's run by women, mm. and Gizzy is the winemaker. Girl boss, just kidding. And, uh, <laughs> I hate that they, word. Uh, <laughs> so this this was started in uh, 15, uh, 1556. What by, the uh, fuck? That's crazy. Yeah. yeah. By uh, French Those monks. Italians are old. <laughs> yeah. Well, this was actually started by French monks, and they 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 came across this and they settled on this little hillside. And uh, when you look to the north, you see the Alps. Um, and the office is still part of the original monastery. They're like, being a monk is so boring. Let's get fucked up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, but, uh, mix this up a little bit. <laughs> so I yeah. noticed on the bottle... Wait, finish, he has to finish his thing. Well, on the bottle, it says vegan. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Was it all wine that. vegan? All our wines Explain. are vegan. Explain. All of our wines okay, are vegan. Okay, so not all wines are vegan? No. Explain. No. No. I know, it's gross. Well, in the, in the finding process or, or the filtering, filtering process, yeah. um, the winemakers can use like a handful of different products. Uh, so they can use um, egg whites. I'm they, allergic to egg whites. <gasps> that could be, that, see, you could be very sensitive if these wines are getting you. Okay. They can use, um, it's a, a gelatin made from um, sardine fish bladder. It comes from Purdue. Peru, Peru, Peru. <laughs> oh, uh, And then they, they can use um, silica, which is like a swimming pool filter, right? Which is, that's vegan. Uh, or they can gravity flow. No, that's vegan? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because okay, yeah. it's basically using yeah, I see stone, what you're saying, yeah. right? Um, and or like a lot of our producers don't filter at all. Yeah, you're gonna have a couple non filtered wines, so, uh, which I would prefer yeah. as opposed Did to. Did you that say other sardine kind. bladder? Yeah. yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. That's yeah. fucking foul. So yeah. a lot of people that are vegan yeah. don't realize that their wines are not yeah. vegan. Whoa, yeah. that's like actually mind blowing. Yeah. yeah. So we find I, I feel like it's my job as a rep to like really educate people on this stuff because I. I'm surrounded by people who are changing their life with their diet mm-hmm. and mindful practices and everything. And I'm like, but we all like to drink wine. So let's talk about that. Yeah. You know? For sure. So, Hence know. the purpose of the show. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so uh, just a couple more things about this estate. Um, when you go to their office, the the map that the monks did, you know, with the beautiful penmanship, the quill and stuff, is still on the wall. Oh. And the same plots where the where the monks planted the vines of the same fields that are coming this is coming from that's so and um uh they have vine uh that's on the farm that's about 200 years old uh the cortese and a, and a red varietal that survived a really dramatic mold that went through uh back in the 1850s and killed off about 80 to 90 percent of all the vine in europe and had the vine had to be restocked from vine that had been shipped to um to the u.s so we actually buy uh, a Cortese from them that's from grapes from grapevines that are 200 years old, and those vines have never been sprayed. So this is a, this is absolutely uh, like it's a it's a it's a it's a gem of a place. It's got this mystic aura about it, and there's an old almond tree down at the bottom <laughs> of of one of the groves of the Il Mandoro, mm-hmm. which is the almond, uh, which is a Cortese grape. But that old almond tree is probably 300 years old, and it's like got. You know, one limb left and it's going <laughs> to die off. But it, the girls say that the roots of that almond tree give that particular uh, vineyard, the, mm-hmm. the uh, Mandoro, the taste of the almond. And so when he tastes the oh, wine... because their roots are all interesting. Yeah, and when he tastes the wow. Mandoro, it finishes with an almond taste. It's, it's magic. The place is magic. It's pretty cool. We I have want, to go there. I want yeah, all of my there. vineyards you that I've there. ever... <laughs> that'll have a mystic aura. <laughs> like, my God. Are, wait, well, all the ones are imported from Europe, you said. Yeah. yeah. So what is the difference between 
um, you know, a European import versus like a California grape? Is it that we're just like, it's, we're too Hollywood? Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> too wood. Too, <laughs> California well, grapes are all influencers. <laughs> it's probably the well, that's, that's, the, that's not a really good question to ask me because I'm a little bit biased. But, oh, you are. But um, the thing that uh, we look for are um, mainly indigenous grapes that people are that know that people know but that people can really use in their diet mm. or with foods right because we're about you, you can drink these wines all day, all day long but but we're, our, our book really is made up to um to pair with foods that's what we're really all about but so california wines aren't good for that well i find a lot of people in california just want to get a like a big fat sloppy cabin sit down and drink it and sort of get drunk uh, right <laughs> No, a lot of no people shade. Are no. Do you know anything no. about that? They're but, like, pour us a full goddamn glass or get out. Yeah, seriously. seriously. No, but, but, but the thing that's really important to know about wine is that, and if you talk to any of these farmers, they're making this wine to go with the pasta that's from that region of Tuscany. Right. And over the next show, they're making a different wine that's going to go with that style of pasta. Okay. The wheat, right? Right. Um, or the fish. And uh, if you, sometimes when you sit down with people that have dinner and they bring out this big, heavy California wine, you're eating this beautiful dish and all of a sudden the dish is gone and all you taste in your mouth is the wine. That's why no whenever shade. I order wine anywhere I go, I need the gentlest Pinot Noir that you possibly oh, yeah, have. Because yeah. I don't want it to overpower anything that I'm no. doing. Now it's turning it's turning around. I think we went through a big big issue in the in domestic production in the last 20 years, 25 years maybe, in that people wanted a big powerful wine. 16% Pinot Noirs, which is Totally unheard of. You mean but added alcohol, alcohol? Yeah. yeah. Oh. And, and just overpowering, you know? Yeah. Big fleshy wines. So American. Trump's America. Yeah. 16% yeah. alcohol. Yeah. So, but, but, but winemakers are coming back to more original styles. Mm. And see, a lot of, you know, if you have a Pinot Noir from, Bordeaux, from, uh, uh, from France, from Burgundy or Rhone, you yeah. don't, they're made in more than natural ways. And so they're, they're made really. In, in the fashion to be paired with, you know, the dishes, yeah. the dishes that are there. I think, right, like, bottom line, um, American palates are conditioned to, like, you know, bigger, sweeter. Grosser. McDonald's. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Richer, you no know. No shade of right. That's just kind of our palate, and we that's what we were taught, right. you know, and, and conditioned. And I guess we could say it's all Kendall Jackson's fault or, you know, <laughs> Jackson. Who? Or, like, the people, like, you know. Kendall Jackson. Yeah. yeah. Like, like, Kendall, Kendall Jenner? Jenner? No. She's meditating. <laughs> um, so when it comes to, we're on to a red, if anyone's yeah, keeping track. Um, so how would you, what descriptive words would you use to describe this? Because this is always where I fall short. Also, is this the correct way to pretend like I know what's going on? Yes. You know when you swirl Are the wine, guys? Are you supposed guys? to swirl or not? And then you put it in your yeah. mouth and you're like... Only red, right? No, all. No, all ones. So it releases oh, the misinformed. like aroma. Um, this one smells very fruity. Yeah. It it's like... Like a berry. Yeah. yeah. There you exactly. go. Keep so going. This this is is a, small, yeah. Yeah. Keep going. So this is a Merlot Veneto. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Oh, this is a Merlot. And oh. my mind has been changed. Tell us the descriptive words. Oh, gosh. The adjectives. I, I, Come on. I, sommelier, <laughs> baby. Yeah. I feel like I, mean, I might be influenced by the doterra. I was just going to say. She walked in and I put past tense. getting cilantro. Some peppermint. The tension blend, guys. Yeah. It's great. Um, I feel like this is like blackberry, yeah. ras- you know, well, I don't know if I would go raspberry, but, um, 
almost like a bramble berry, Ooh. you know, like those dark berries. Is it weird that uh, I smell a like a cherry. grassy it smell? It feels tart to me. It feels tart. It's probably because you're used to drinking a red that's got a little like oak on it. I'm more of like a red zin. Yeah. Malbec. So this is way different. Multipliciano type of gal. Ooh, there's a word. Yeah. <laughs> I've actually been there. Really? I went there because I like their wine. That's amazing. Let that guide you. We Travel tip. feel like that's actually very real. <laughs> Let that guide you. We have a Montepulciano. We didn't bring it, but we have a no. great one. We'll have Good to bring it next to time. No. <laughs> Okay, wait, let's, and let's talk about while we're at it, the price points mm. of these wines. Cause like Steph said, like it's always like, if you're paying more, does that mean it's going to be fabulous? Like what's the, well, okay. the test? when it comes to our wines and can I see the, the information? Yeah. Um, it does cost a little bit more money to make the wines that we sell. Yeah. Because they're mindful. The hand har- yes. Yeah. And the hand harvesting and everything like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and all the work that goes into it. Uh, but we have great price points and we go from, you know, I don't know. Retail. Do you have the Rachel? Yeah. Um, let's see. Do you guys retail in stores? Stores, restaurants, two people. Wow. Yeah. So like, for instance, this rosé, sparkling rosé we kicked off with, what's the price point on that? Because I will bring that to every person ever. If you go on our website, this this is our price from our website. But it's um, if you buy a single bottle, it's nineteen. Oh, oh, yeah. yeah. That's like nothing. That's so yeah. doable. Yeah. Yeah. What? Yeah. That's the perfect. I was afraid of what you were going to say because I'm like, I'm in love. <laughs> no, no. four hundred dollars. So, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'll take it. Yeah. Um, and you know we have discounts on our website and so forth too. But um, like the more you buy, the, the less you yeah. pay. Type yeah. of scenario. Yeah. yeah. But um, actually, our wines are very competitive. One of the harder things that we have to deal with, though, is the exchange rate between the U.S. dollar and the euro. Oh, which oh right. Current Washington people, people in the White House, have totally said that you know the U.S. dollar Washington gotta be, people got to be <laughs> cheaper. So it's costing us right now twenty percent more to buy these things to bring them in. Oh. Um, but um, uh, the other thing is you know the transportation and so forth. Like you know everybody's paying more gas in California, so those costs we have to incur a lot. Right, more. right. So um, and it takes us longer to get them in. You know we have a shipment came in and it was it's stuck in Chicago today because snowstorm. You know so we're waiting another. People are hangry for yeah. wine. So yeah. I have a question for both of you that's <laughs> that very sense. important. When was the last time you drank too much wine? And uh, did you get a hangover? <laughs> yeah. And then mm. did you have a hangover? Did you puke? Um, what's your cure? I can't remember the last time I puked from... Th- well, actually, that's not true. Um, um, this last like, this being your job, you are not immune to overconsumption? No, but I got to say, I mean, these are the wines that I drink at home now. And my boyfriend is in the wine industry and has been for almost 13 years. And so we have a lot of wine at home. Mm-hmm. And this is... I've been in the industry for a while. This, these are the wines I drink at home. And I notice a huge difference. And all of my friends are now drinking them. And they notice a huge difference. It's the, here's what I say. You can drink bottles of this wine. Like, I can drink a whole bottle of that Gavi, no problem. Um, and the only thing that will be my demise is not drinking enough water mm-hmm. or not getting enough sleep. Yeah. You know? Because yeah. You, right. you really don't feel bad. Yeah, like there's such a difference between the hangover that's a sleep deprivation hangover, yes. which is more just like foggy and like weird and you just yeah, want to like slow. not be around people. Yeah. And the headache hangover, which is like toxins. Like I've woken <laughs> up sugar. and it feels like someone has like a yes. crank around your head. Yes. And that is 
only thing I can compare this to is like a sinus infection. Yeah. And that's, that's yeah. yeah. And that's why it is what I got. And that's why I normally don't drink white wine because I have so many allergies. So I'll have like a glass of like very like crisp white, maybe, but like more than a glass, maybe two, like I'll get sick. Yeah. From sinuses. Yeah. It's weird. But that's, is that from no, the sinuses? That makes sense. Yeah. It's from all, and all yeah. the crap that's there, added there to it. There is a little formula that you can do to fix that. Do what tell. is it? Um, Cocaine. Well, it's, <laughs> yeah. JK, we guys, JK. That too. <laughs> do you guys have any it's organic, <laughs> biodynamic, <laughs> European imported cocaine? Oh, Bless your heart. I had a dog. I, I used to travel to Europe all the time. Um, Brag I, I'm about Canadian, it. But, <laughs> but I, had, I would always get chronic, chronic sinus infections because I would leave Canada in January and be like in the South Mediterranean, and it would just kill me. Right, your body's so like, I, which one is it, yeah, buddy? <laughs> and what it is is humidity and flying and stuff. And so I had to go to a specialist at the University Hospital once, and he said, you've got a chronic... Um, uh, Chronic rhinitis or something. What is, said, it? What is it? Rhinitis. Rhinitis or something. Sinusitis. Sinus thing. And he said, when you travel, you should take uh, like a celdane. It's a tiny, tiny pill. It's like ten milligrams. It's nothing. He said it's very mild. Celdane. Yeah. It's yeah. I've taken that. Claritin. Oh, okay. Yeah. okay. Something like that. And um, uh, don't and, take and that then, crap. And he said, what, it, what it does? It, it's it just it, it it stops your sinuses from blowing up. Right. And he said antihistamine. Uh, yeah. It's like the, it's it's very very mild. And it has no effect on anything. But um, mm-hmm. he said, and if you drink, if, if you're gonna, he said, if you're going to go out sometime, he said, older guy, he said, if you're going to go out sometime and drink a lot of red wines or something, take one of those too, because your sinuses are so. Can you mix? Your, your sinuses are so sensitive. Brian, stop it. You'll, you'll, <laughs> you have a problem. Dangerous. So I, no, I do take Claritin sometimes because of that, because because I was told that the histamine in the wine yeah. is what creates That's the, part the of pressure it. and yeah. the inflammation. It's just yes. inflammation yeah. in your face. What's basically. the hist? Exactly. Like, what's yeah. the thing that activates Works. the histamine? Okay. In wine. Sorry? The histamines in wine. From the skins. Oh, oh the yeah. skins to me. I feel that like it all traces sense. back to those goddamn sulfites. Yeah. yeah. Okay. No. But anyway, yeah. that, that works. And so if, if we're going to go to a friend's place for dinner, and my, a lot of my friends just like, you know, like the, the big cabs and stuff, and the more expensive they think they're going to be. In the Cabernets? So I always take yeah. one. I always take one before I go. I know so it's not the more I, I don't expensive. I want to be rude and not taste. Right. Right. But I always take a couple of bottles of mine. And yeah, after it's I not taste theirs. I feel right, like right. I'm sorry. <laughs> and then, and then, then I go to get mine off the thing, and they're emptied. Because everyone loves. Because they're like, it's so when good. I take, when I take wine, our wines to a party, I gotta hide a bottle for my wife and me. Seriously. Yeah, no, because they go down so smoothly. I'm telling you, I could literally they're drink not, the whole thing. Go, What's oh, your fave? Where, where's his wine? I feel like you get invited to a lot of dinner parties. Do yes. you want to be friends? <laughs> <laughs> We've yes. got one yes. coming up. Uh, Will you come? Feel free to bring wine. But so wait, you said something interesting about the the, the pricing because I think that that's like a common assumption that the more expensive the wine, the, the better less, it will be, or the less hangover, yeah. or whatever. No. And that's completely no, false. No. So why does a wine get up to a certain amount of money? Marketing. Marketing. Really. Supply. Font. So my dad was yeah. visiting last night and my brother had a really yeah. my brother had a really hilarious. Yeah. My brother had a really expensive bottle of wine. I forget what the name was. His boss like gave it to him for his birthday or something. And my dad's like, oh no, you need to keep this wine on its side. Oh. Because, because <laughs> the wine, the cork will get dry and the wine will get ruined. So then my brother had to like reassemble his whole bar, no. which was like set up a certain way, because they're still in the box. Yeah, and he just got a new bar cart. Yeah, too. the bar cart, he's doing it's a whole thing. thing. Um, whole thing happening. It's, it's, yeah, it's very specific. Well, unless it needed to be aged, you should have just opened the box and I know that's what I said. Yeah. I was like, Stephen, open a bottle of wine. He's like, I don't want to open any of my wines. I'm like, stop pouring me an Aperol spritz. This is just like a sugar syrup yeah. grossness. <laughs> but, <laughs> so, okay, going back to the price thing, that's really just marketing or? 
Yeah, I mean, it that could can't be, be 100% it could be true. like the, the labor involved. Um, tiny you know? men just picking. Yeah. Grapes. The, the tinier bugs. the hands. <laughs> well, I just feel like every man on a grape, on a, on a wine farm looks so small because the trees are so big that you like drive by and you're like, what? Everyone's so tiny. It's <laughs> <laughs> a vineyard for ants. Um, yeah. Well, a, a, a few things. Um, if you're looking at the international market, um, it's more in tune with um, the production on the state, the, um, the value of the estate. If you look at it, Bordeaux wines, for example, some of the very old uh, Grand Cru and First Cru vineyards and things have, uh, are very famous and still they demand a higher price. Oh, you're paying for the name. Well, you're paying for the name and plus for the limited number of cases they yeah. make, right? But Small wouldn't production. you assume that something like that so old would have a certain like standard of... A lot of those wines mm-hmm. do. Natural or mm-hmm. slash old world component to it. Yeah, they do, but they like the the most expensive wine in the world is from a, um, a seven acre estate uh, in in France in Bordeaux, uh, Ramon uh, Romani Conte. Romani Conte, and it's, uh, it's love uh, a Bordeaux. Yeah, it, the bottles range a bottle ranges each year between twenty three and twenty six thousand dollars. Not worth it. Thanks. It's organic. So, well, nobody Good cares. Good to know. <laughs> Twenty-three thousand dollars. It's the most expensive wine in Get the world. Get you a car. Year yeah. after year after year. Okay. And that's where the bottle is going to cut set you back. Is it actually that good, though? Is it worth it? I've, I've never, never had, had it. it. Right. Yeah. Right. No. No, Our the, listeners, the next one let you us have know. It's going to be just as good. Yeah. Yeah. yeah let's get to it. And it's four dollars. Do, no, do uh, we'll, we'll do the primo table and then go back to Spain. Okay. Let me ask you guys. So you mentioned an app before. What other? I feel like oh, wine yeah. apps are a thing. What wine apps do we need to know about? So okay, go to your phone. If you do when wine, spell that. When uh, W H E N, is that the biodynamic one? Mm-hmm. Yes. yes. Okay. So when wine, and then um, you can see it has a calendar and it shows you every day and it tells you if it's a good wine is or, it that or a good when day. wine tastes best. Yeah. yeah. Oh, so it's free. Oh, so today, cute. like today, is a fruit day, which is a good day to taste wine. There's fruit day, leaf day. And what what's the litmus test to Determine that. It's the moon cycle. Oh, the moon cycle. Yeah. (gasps) Yeah. That's what I'm saying. I'm obsessed. So retrograde. (laughs) Retrograde. (laughs) It is. And it's true because we do tastings all the time. Like, I was so excited when we found out that today was going to be a good good day. Good wine day. Um, But we do tastings where it's a leaf day and, like, it's just people are like, meh. Oh, yeah, what girl. Oh, I just did a full glass for everybody. <laughs> Party time. Just taking point on the poor. <laughs> Brian's like, this He's mess. like, stop it. We have three other shows to do today. No, oh, no, 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 no. Elizabeth, you have a fucking problem. I like it. <laughs> it looks good on you. The problem looks good on you. Cute. Thanks. That's a different episode. <laughs> Uh, so what's, what's the, it, they have leaves like right like uh, on the tree okay, yeah. yeah okay there's, there's there are five periods of the uh, of the of the cycle and if you if you pay the dollar ninety nine you get the the active you, you can uh, see the whole the month book. so you can yeah. go ahead tomorrow see see what tomorrow is or the next day and what's really interesting oh. about it is there are five periods there's one period where it's just a no the moon is in movement and it's it's not doing any good to anybody then there's a root day <laughs> and root day the wines will taste okay but they'll taste maybe earthy or flat wait 
I'm sorry, just I'm a little so, confused. It's it's they will taste that way to you, or that's the no, production. that's the way they'll taste. They'll, they will taste that way. That's so, why that way to consumers, okay, so like, so. to everyone who tastes them, what? because, because yeah. like the the energy, right, in in the we moon cycle, it. yeah. Oh, yeah. So yeah. tomorrow at we'll this time is a root day, which means we, we shouldn't so drink wine. Tomorrow, tomorrow mm-hmm. at. Uh, 530. Like, gonna, we don't want to show the lines moving, on those days for the and most part. And it's going to have less pull on us. Okay. All right. Tell me about and, Friday. I haven't seen anything on it's Friday. Be, and we're going to go into a root day. Uh-huh. And that's because this, the moon is in a constellation. It's either Capricorn or something. And, well, and today that, it's in Taurus, or yesterday it was in Taurus, so it's either in Gemini or the next one. Okay. Uh, Le- like, it's in Leo right now, Leo okay. or something, because those are the real good ones. For really? Yeah. Moon in Leo? You're Scorpio? Yeah. So hey, am Leo. I. Really? When's your yeah. birthday? Yeah, it's not a good day. When's your birthday? <laughs> November 16th. Oh, my God. Yeah. Yes. But, but Scorpio, okay, so um, the Scorpio cap, uh, uh, constellation is like... Um, it's a leaf. It's a leaf time. Okay, so bad day for yeah. wine. So, yeah, but with leaf, you get um, like herbaceous. Yeah, you get you get you get more nosy things going on. Um, <laughs> That's a sense. little bit less body in the wine, <laughs> right. right? And then flower when the when when we start to get more gravitational pull again, um, what? you get more you, the the flower. You get really good uh, uh, herbaceous noses and and florals coming off, and the wine starts to really open up. And then on fruit day like today, the wine's jumping out of the glass. I am, this is blowing okay. my now, fuck. Here's, I want to quit everything and dedicate my life to okay. wine okay. Now, in the moon. Here's why. Done. Wine in the moon. Okay, wine in the moon. That's it. I'm done. Okay. Here's why you need to do the dollar ninety nine. Yeah. W-H-E-N. Able, able to go yeah, to the next year. chase because I'll tell you something that's really important. And I've told all my sales reps ever since I started that if you go to see a real grumpy wine buyer today, they'll have time for you. Because they want to sell. No, because the moon's pulling on them and their body like they're they're the, the moon is freak. acting the moon <laughs> is acting on them and they're more friendly they're more open if i go to see a guy tomorrow if i i could take you to a, a buyer that's really take tough, us, take us. <laughs> tomorrow afternoon yeah. and he would say brian i've got time for you today don't have time i've got wines up i don't care i'm time just you know call me later call me later what? Yes, yeah, it's, it's totally true. It, I can totally guarantee you, we're the only wine reps working in, with this calendar. No, but our, <laughs> well, it's on brand so, for you guys. Oh, wearing our sweatshirt, which has literally the faces of the moon on the back of it. Oh, new and oh, there you go. plug. Oh, so some great. of the, some of our top buyers oh, use that. this. Okay. Yeah. And then um, in England, um, Tesco, the largest retailer in England. Sure. They have their 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 top buyers. They sell 70 percent of all wine in England. They will not taste wine unless it's a fruit or flower day. Wow. Yeah. So when it when you buy a biodynamic wine, does that mean that whenever you drink it, it's going to be cool? <laughs> <laughs> but is it okay, chill so, always? Yeah, it's just like an always chill vibe. It just it vibrates with okay, us. So so this this wine is also biodynamic, but they're, they're not certified biodynamic because they had to change their agency. Their agency was too small for the European Sad. system. But this is also biodynamic. So this wine today is... It's, it's crunching it. It's, did you taste how good that was today? That was so good. Yeah. Yeah. Elizabeth okay, almost guys, what, what peed. Is, what, is, what is thrown out today <laughs> yeah. is a kicker at the end of like an extra fruit push. Okay. Which you don't always get. It, it, this one is really it, it's pushing out the back end. I'm going to cry. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I'm dead. So, that's, um. <laughs> so that, that's, that's what you get with a biodynamics. If, if they're more pure, that's got... F- they're working with the moon. Yeah. Well, yeah. And one of the ancient uh, Greeks... Had a saying that um, the far moon. Uh, it was, it's it's in the, one of those things we read. The far moon. <laughs> the far moon drains you, and the full moon fills you. 
full no, or, on. Or the, or the close moon fills you. It's, it's an old Greek. Greek uh, uh, That's like people get like a push of energy with the full yeah. moon. That's why you see people doing it's all this. Not full. Like, it's where it is in the different constellations. It's not necessarily full. Whoa. But when the when the moon's closer, whatever, then it, it fills you, and what's further away, it pulls you. So that's that's the we can leave you these. That things. makes we sense. We can work with the moon. What about in our the dark drinking? of the moon? How about that's good question? Yes, and the dark of the moon what is about, when you should wrap up old business. What about health <laughs> benefits from drinking wine? Just so we can all like give our fucking psyches a break and. Instead of okay. beating us up, I have no up. beating. I have literally the one thing in my life. Remember when I was like so drinking a Italian lot of wine? Life. Yeah, it's because I'm Italian. Literally, I'm like, I do. I never feel guilt about wine. Me neither. Buenos On the news the other day, there was a report that uh, they did a study with 6,700 people or something, and they determined that people who drank two glasses of wine a day mm-hmm. or a gla- or a drink are living or their best. Uh, had had uh, was it like eighty seven percent higher chances of being dying over ninety than what? people who didn't? My grandfather had a scotch last night. He's ninety two. There you go. Wow. It was so cute. Yeah, <laughs> salute. That's awesome. <laughs> so, so it's healthy. It's healthy. More health benefits. Hit us with it. Yeah, this is a food. It's a very healthy food. Mm-hmm. So this is dead. so it's true. So, JK. This and, is and my we lunch. We can't say that about all wines. So this this is a really you know, interesting clean one. Clean wines. This is a wine from southern Italy. This one has more of a to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 What's that called? Yeah. What do we call that? <laughs> That's a, right, yeah. but if I'm in a restaurant and I'm like, I don't want it to be. Well, is it drying or is it tart? It's not dry. It's tart. Okay. So I mean, feels dry for me. It's got a little tannin. It's it. kind of like a grass tannin. Tannin. What are tannins? Yeah. Tannins are the tannins are the elements that are in the in the pits in the pit and the stem. Okay, in the stem, yeah. yeah. Okay. So this this one is from uh, much warmer regions, from Puglia, mm. part of you know southern part of Italy. I'm Calabrese, but it's the um, are you? Oh, good salami, pasta, yeah, it's <laughs> <Hey>, somebody. Uh, <laughs> so it's uh, but it's a nor- it, and this is a primitiva, which is the original Zinfandel. Okay. All right. Cool. So this is this is, people say do you have a Zinfandel? Yes, this is a Zinfandel, but Zinfandel. it's it's a mother stock. This feels tart what's mother to mother stock. Well, it's like the original. Okay. It's the original, yeah. So, so it's old uh, world. But this Scary. is this is interesting Zinfandel. because this is a northern Puglia primitiva, which is uh, not very common. Most of the primitivas are further down where the where the heel is. Mm-hmm. This one's sort of up here towards uh, Abruzzo. Okay, where the multiple channels are from. Okay. So. I would I would honestly say that this I've had this wine quite a few times now and um I feel like it's not as like not sweet but like uh not as fruit bomby as normal. You know? Mm-hmm. There's there is some, the biodynamics of this. That, there's like a yeah. Not tangy. on point. Almost like cranberry. <laughs> yeah, cranberry, exactly. So yeah. how yeah, what's the word for that? Like cranberry. When you're, but when you're ordering in a restaurant, like I never know how to. They're like, "What do you like? Do you like dry? Do you like sweet? Do you like?" Did I'm like, I like it smooth. Is that yeah. even a thing? Yes, that's totally a thing. That's I why would, I use the word gentle. Yeah, <laughs> I would like say, a gentle wine. Thank I'm like, you, can sir. I have your gentle as Pinot? And they, they're literally every person that I ordered that from was like, "I got you." They've never been wrong. Yeah. Oh, cool. No, yeah. Gentle's a good word because like you, you want, don't want it to be full body. You don't want it to be like oaky. You don't want it to be tart. You want yeah. it to just be like. Other easy. than living yeah, easy, other than living your best life, if you're having two drinks a night, like can we get any more like tangible health benefits for our listeners so that they can like? Is it like an antioxidant? Drive it home words. today. 
Yeah, you'll have a lot more friends with your friends. <laughs> Word. And honestly, that is a that huge is. health yes. benefit. Yes. Laughter and conversation yeah. and connection yeah. are yes. huge for yeah. not being stressed yeah. out. Yes, yeah. completely. And the fun thing about these wines is, and Monica can tell you because she's, she's a chef, when you use these wines, um, you, can, you get a lot more of your food. You, you, can, you, you can, like... Double portions? Well, <laughs> no, but you get... Um, when you when you put more organic ingredients in and the flavorings are there, these wines just pair beautifully with them. Right. It's, oh, it's, the pairing conversation. Yeah, okay, so yeah. we we all know, all of us know. <laughs> if you're gonna have a knows. fish, you want a white. Not necessarily. Okay, so I'm wrong. See that? <laughs> so okay, um, fish, white wine is like red a, meat, yeah. red wine yeah. is kind of like an old school yeah. misnomer. Old basically, school. you can do. I mean, and I think you're drunk. <laughs> I can see your Hammered. face. <laughs> it won't last long. <laughs> sure, her little eye was like. <laughs> okay, um, I think especially in Los Angeles, like restaurants are really pushing the envelope with that these days to where, you know, we have some really nice light red wines that would go great with fish. So you can, the rule of my dad always said, and he was a collector of wine. He always said, you can do whatever you want. Mm-hmm. Whatever tastes good to you Perfect. is fine. Right. Right. Yeah. I always get really um, stressed. Like I'm like, fuck, I'm having like linguine no, and clam sauce. I have to have a white. Life is so hard. Yeah. I want it. So hard. <laughs> I want a gentle red. Yeah. <laughs> Um, there are some things that will clash, you know? Okay. So what's um, a clash, like example. And are the, is it have to do with like the notes of the wine? Like it's like a crisp grapefruit white. What does that go? Yeah. Like? So like you wouldn't want to do necessarily like a Sauvignon Blanc, which is like grapefruit and really high citrus, acid yeah. and citrus, um, oh, with like something sweet, you know, you don't really want to pair those two. Right. Cause they're just going to like, like, yeah, it's yeah. just, they're going to like clash. tackle each other. So Sauvignon Blanc is acidic and citrusy. What about like a, what's a Chardonnay versus like a Pinot Gris? I know, I feel like white wine is a category of wine that I'm like, no, thank you. Yeah, not dipping my toe. So usually specific right. grapes, there's also different ways of manufacturing that grape, right? So there's different winemaking processes. You can have Chardonnay that is crisp, acidic, you know, citrus, citrus flavors um, that has no oak. A lot of times what we taste in Chardonnay, especially in California, is oak. And that's from that the barrel. Buttery well, from or the from barrel. Wood chips or, or from wood chips or wood what? essence. Wood Smog. essence that goes in. Smog. Smog. <laughs> Exhaust. <The> 405. <laughs> Notes of the 405. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, did you want some fires in your wine? We got you. We're in California. Oh, so that, but you see, Is that too soon? Definitely. It's oak that's not always in an oak barrel. No. Oh, they add they it. They put wood, wood chips in the tank. From the they, yeast book. They drain them off Yes, fast. from the yeast book. Like a smoky like additive? Yeah. Yeah, so you get to... This know, is hard, you There's guys. also liquid oak you can add. Yeah. Ew, I yeah. hate that. It's disgusting. That's so yeah. gross. But you yeah. can have, so going back to varietal specific, they have their markers of their the places that they're originally grown, how they make that wine there. But these days you can get both sides of the spectrum with all the wines. Like we have um, a Tempranillo that... Um, Tastes different than a lot of traditional Tempranillos because they make the wine in a different fashion. I'm a big Tempranillo. Oh, I'm fan. curious to see how you like. So, this. go ahead. So, what's really interesting is I'm a wine buyer. Right? Are you? No shit. So anyway, so, <laughs> nice to meet you. <laughs> but but I, to to you, I have to tell you something that's really really important. Uh, 
not just what goes in the front of the glass, but after the glass is finished. Mm-hmm. And uh, when, I, when I'm buying now. wines, they're especially a little bit bigger, heavier resin things. This does smell very oaky nice. to me. It's not it smells oaky. smells different, though. right, than when you first smelled yeah. it? So what, what's really important what to me is, is that what's... What's in that glass is, you know, it's got a beautiful residual color, but it's still got a great nose in the mm-hmm. glass. So the, the wines, and this, to me, this means, too, this wine's really alive. Yeah. All right? Real alive. There's nothing. She's I, living, I, I, honey. I, I, yeah, yeah. No, but if I, was in the, if I was in the winery and I walked in into the winery, this is what I would smell. Mm-hmm. Right. Okay, that's, that's typically what you smell when you go to the old wineries. That's this. like the residual. Yeah. So yeah. we've talked about a lot of things to, like, avoid within the, uh, you know, things that are, like, scary that we don't want in our wine that you guys avoid beautifully. Are there labels that we should look for that indicate that something is clean and how we we would like it? Um, I think, I mean, Brian can speak to this a lot better, but probably made with organic grapes is the number one thing you want to look for. Um, If you're you're buying off a shelf and you're not speaking to somebody about it. In, in the in the wine world, unfortunately, there's a lot of labels that aren't um, really um, legal. Um, well, and there's yikes. a lot of things they don't even have to put. Wait, on what the do label. you mean? Well, okay. So to get this, to get these labels um, approved, yeah. Say so we make the, we have to do the labels and we have to do the back label. You as the seller do that. Well, this actually is our label. When when I bought these from the girls, I said I want the back Brian label. Brian designed this. Wait, front. what do you mean? You buy the wine from the vineyard and they don't have their own labels? Well, no, they, they do. Have their own they have labels. European labels. They have their own labels. But when I bought this, and, and Italiano. Uh, yeah, but we have to do the American. We have right. The English okay. So back, you have to replace. Right? Okay. So, but for example, with this one here, when we do this, um, I said I'd like to have the back label in the front, and the reason I did that was because seventy-three um, percent of all Americans, when they pick up uh, a retail bottle, they'll turn around and look in the back. So I said, okay. okay, I want to have the front, I want the back of the front. The info. This tastes like coffee. It kind of looks like a, that <laughs> label kind of looks like a Le Labo label, I'm if you know what that is. Oh, what it's is a it? fancy <laughs> perfume. Oh, okay. Mm. So that's sort good. Of. That's a good thing. Good font. <laughs> good font. But, very, um, yeah. yeah. But what yeah, happens yeah. is, yeah. we yeah. have to, we have, these are the, stand, well, this standard has to meet with the TTB in Washington, uh, which is the Trade Tax Bureau, uh, who registers all of our, the wines, the wine labels. They they give you the instructions, which you have to follow to the T. And then the importer, the winery, has to put things on the back. So it has to be certain sizes and lettering, like the, you know, right. the sulfites. It's all got to fit. Wines, Alcohol so. content. Yeah, all that stuff. But a lot of, so a lot of people will get that approved, right. but they won't, they won't actually do that label. So the wine will get shipped in, and I'll, and I'll pick some bottles off the shelf. They said, that's not a legal label. Right, because what happens is the government can't go around and check all bottles. Right. right, right. And just one other point I want to make is that um, this is the food, okay? And I was in the food business. So the FDA yeah. is so a part Brian of it. So Brian used to be an so, organic chicken farmer. Well, plus stuff, yeah. but anyway, <laughs> but anyway, I'm freaked out by chicken. This is my own thing. <laughs> but here's, here's that's my, her own kink. Here's yeah, point. here's my point. Actually, it's when, the opposite of a kink. When, Mon- when Monica talked earlier about how conventional wines can have up to 350 parts per million sulfites in, in, in a uh, in the wine, uh, the government doesn't check. So it's probably more than that. It could be. <laughs> yeah. It technically could be. So the government doesn't go around and say, okay, Monica, give me your bottle. We're going to take them to a lab and check them. But when we're in the food business. By lab, they mean their own body. Yeah. When we're in the food business, you know, if, <laughs> yeah. if you have listeria or something in, in meat, you know, and they find out you hit, you were delinquent in a, in a processing plant, people go to jail. Like it's, you know. Because people can so, get really yeah. sick. Yeah. So they don't exactly. treat 
wine like food even though it's going to the same place in our body right so there's way less regulation on wine and that's kind of why i think that's a big reason why brian imports because our system is kind of well i import because and you know that was my whole business because i know these wines and things but the thing is what's really important to me is that we have to represent these and these have to be really pure and clean and i and I have to stand behind these. Matter of fact, when I register these in Washington, I've got to send the, all the documents and all the technical pages of all the, of all the um, analysis, and they get registered in Washington as an importer. Wow. They don't do that out here. You know, I'm not sure they do with the wines coming in from other countries that aren't organic. Right. So when you buy wine made with an organic grape and it's certified... Those and are all air all quotes. Back, Just everyone that, knows. That's, that's what's important. That's why Monica says, you know, look for wines that are made with organic grape. Okay. Because that, that, that has all of the backup. So that's the it. primary thing that's our listeners I would say if you had to pick for. one thing okay. yeah. to look yeah. for. I mean, I think the best thing is to buy wine from us and then talk to us yeah, about duh. it. Yeah, duh. Yeah. But I will say, I went to a liquor store the other day, and I was like, it's not where I wanted to go, but it was the locationally convenient thing for me to do with the time that I had. And I was like, hey, do you have any organic wines? And he was like, we have one. One. That's so typical. Like, yeah, but that's, yeah. A, that, I mean, at least there's that. Yeah. Um, was it Bonterra? Probably. Yeah. So, <laughs> oh, I don't remember shade. I don't remember what it was. I actually ended up not buying it because it was. So, there's a shop down here at Lincoln. Yeah. Lincoln Fine Wine. They sell a ton of this stuff. Oh. Oh, wow. It's, Gavi. Okay, we're going to post a picture of it because we're loving it. I'm going to name my daughter It's the first white wine I've really enjoyed in a minute. Um, (laughs) You guys, this has been incredible. I feel sad that we have to, like, wrap this up. Yeah. We didn't even get to the last wine. Really? Okay. You guys should stay here while we finish our show and finish the wine. The only reason why we're, like, ending You can hold this while you're... We're at Ramah Institute, which I'm pretty sure we're the first people to get drunk on stage here at Ramah. Fact check me. Nice. Um, but uh, there's a class coming in pretty soon. So, so we we're going to. But we're not going to end this. We're party. not going to stop drinking. We're just gonna- um, <laughs> Monica Little and Brian Cuddy. Thank you I so like much. I feel my fool has been schooled right now on the most on the most <laughs> epic way. The thing that I didn't expect is that there's a correlation between my girl, the moon. <laughs> sure, girl. <laughs> Your girl, the moon, <laughs> and my boo, wine. So I'm excited. It's, it's a, a beautiful triangle. thing. It's truly. <laughs> truly. Oh, my God. Yeah. Unbelievable. Okay. Thank you guys so much. Yes, that's a retrograde. Before we continue on with this uh, wellness kiki. Let's have a kiki. We want to give love to care of. Yay. For helping us to make this show happen today, for one, and also being our go-to supplement provider every day. At TakeCareOf.com, they make it so easy for us to connect with all of our supplemental needs. Whether you're a seasoned consumer or a newbie to vitamins, all you have to do is go to TakeCareOf.com and take an easy online quiz that helps you figure out what supplements are best for you. And based on that, Care of sends you a month's supply of personalized daily packets with your name on it cute containing the highest quality ingredients that cost about 20 percent less than when compared to similar brands at your local store wow i love that and you don't even have to leave the house (laughs) you know i'm never trying to leave that (laughs) so go to takecareup.com right this second right now actually let us finish this first then go then go and then go to take your quiz and get your personalized vitamin recommendation and then use offer code so retrograde for 50 percent off your first month of vitamins made just for you that's right use code so retrograde for 50 percent off your first month of vitamins made just for you namaste taking care of yourself let's keep drinking okay bye (laughs) it's time for rrt those 
Christmas. Oh my girl. Special edition drunk version. <laughs> Is this like there's gonna be some like sober listeners who are like uh-uh. so not for it. Unsubscribe. I get it. But I get look, it. We get it. We don't eat dairy, so we're in the same boat. <laughs> Just kidding. I had pizza last night. Where'd you go? <laughs> Craig's LA. Oh, cute. Oh, my rose is that my grandfather got paparazzi. So my brother and I, Craig's LA is this is this restaurant. Dumb place. No, no, it's not. It's fucking delicious. The food is so good. Stop it. I just Stop hate it. that there's always paparazzi out there and that people go there specifically to get paparazzi and it's dumb. Okay, I don't care about that. I think it's great. And then, at, no, and then at the bar they have, here are our socials. That's my only they thorn. They have a fucking foam board sign. Snapchat. That's like, here are our socials. But whatever, like, the food is it. really good. Serve pasta and shut up. Yeah, but okay, relax. Jesus Christ, she <laughs> gets very aggressive. But uh, my grandfather, my brother and I went inside to like try to get the table because he was traveling and he was kind of like, he's 92, so he was, he was a little bit like, yeah, he was tired. He, I, I pulled him up a little quickly and he kind of fell over and it was like actually really scary. Oh, and grandpa. I know, he's in his 90s. It's weird when someone who's like, he's such like a fortified like man mm-hmm. to see him slowing down. That's not the point of this, whatever. Craig's. Craig's. Pizza, pasta, Stay on point. Go. So we, me and my brother walk inside. We're like, we need to sit immediately. Grandpa's 92. We got to get out of here. We can't be sitting in this weird foyer for too long. Yeah. And my dad helped him out of the car. So it took a little bit longer and they slowly open the door and I see them kind of turn to the left. And then my dad goes, this guy fought in World War II and the pop, the pop rods was like, no way. And started taking his Thank thank God for TMZ Which is amazing It's like that's actually the best version of like what a paparazzi can do Is like like capture a a, a surviving World War II marine We've got to get those pics No I'm like literally need to start googling (laughs) World War II veteran Outside of Craig's on February 20th Everybody let's get on it It was really funny My um, rose is that I went on a little tour of downtown LA on President's Day Why are you laughing at me? Because I'm twisted. No, because I'm like so too raw. And you're like, I went to downtown LA. <laughs> it's like so nice. So we went to downtown LA. What we happened? did like a little cute like walking tour. It was very adorable. I saw. I followed your Instagram and I was into it. Um, hello. Hello. <laughs> um, Nomad Hotel. It just opened at the end of January. Amazing. I love a new interior anything. Mm-hmm. Um, very cute. Very fun little coffee bar inside that has a croissant bar shout Ooh. out to our gluten consumers out there um Chocolate because croissants? It, yeah, uh, yeah horchata croissants like what i know i know oh i know God, i know, I I know. yeah it was fabulous and so lovely with like murano glass like chandeliers just like kind of vegasy but not in a bad way Highly recommend. Um, you know went, I hate Vegas. Then we went, same. And then we went to Badlash, which is this like California meets Indian cuisine. So it's like light Indian food. Yum. So good. Amazing. Then happened upon an anti-NRA rally. What else am I living for? Right. That. Right. And like, I was just like, downtown LA is where it's fucking at. Then had Cuban coffees at this place called... I wrote. I'm, I feel like what I wrote this. An wrong. adventure. I know, on. such an adventure. You gotta. You have to, here's my thing. Align yourself with people who know what's up. So you Joey. don't even need to. No, no, no. It wasn't even Joey. It was our friend Sean. Sean Bolin, who's on oh. Joey's improv team. He he like finds places on Instagram. He finds out where they are, and he just like full speed ahead. That's amazing. So I'm just like following the leader. Yeah. It's great. Yeah. So and then we went to 
feel like I wrote this wrong, but Con Francisco, I don't think that's what it was called, but for Cuban coffees. Yeah. It's like cute, fun. I love Cuban coffees because my boyfriend's Cuban. Um, And then ended the day at Hotbox LA, which we talked about at the top of the show. Like the most modern, I would say, of all the infrared options here in L.A. right now. So it was cool. We got to go. There's like a big room where you can go with your friends. And we had one of our friends that we were with is actually trying to FaceTime me right now. Um, And you can (laughs) go with your friends. We're in the middle of something. Sorry. We're We're drinking. drinking. Shut (laughs) up. (laughs) Um, You can go with a couple of your friends. You can sit in the sauna and they have an iPad. So we ended our sauna after an hour with watching first Thorn. We didn't even Thorn anything. Thorn. Fergie at the All Stars. Oh no! She was right on par with her note progression in all her songs. Like I don't want to hate her. I love Fergie. She performed. Why would you hate her for being untalented? She's sweet. She's so cool. She performed at the. I feel like I talked about this on the show when I was at the Amphar Gala. She was singing. She came up to me. She like shimmied with me. I had the best Fergie moment of life. I blame the arrangement over the singing. It was rough. Anyways, we watched. We watched first. We started with that. Then we watched a bunch of different performances of the Super Bowl yeah. inside the sauna. You they have like a giant stuff. iPad. They have. You can a, watch like full episodes of TV. And you know what's awesome? So cool. We're just over here giving away five hot bucks sweats. No way. Oh yeah. <gasps> Uh, to LA residents, or if you're planning on visiting LA, feel free. It's downtown LA, which I'm a new fan of. You have the light. Um, we've got uh, all you need to do is comment on your on your in our Instagram your favorite part of the episode, and we <laughs> the will. Favorite part of my episode is when we stopped being able to function, <laughs> so we can't, so we just full stopped. Yeah, <laughs> same. So if you just put that, you'll automatically win. So we're giving away five sweats. Like That's who huge. doesn't want that? Yeah, it's so exciting. My biggest thing after the sweat was like I want to be sweating every yeah. other day. It was great. It yeah. was. It's so. It, there's. It's so high level there, you guys. Hot buck sweat downtown LA. Get chromotherapy. And we did masks from Skin Laundry. Yeah. So good. And I will say really quickly, my thorn is my um, PTSD from watching American Crime Story Assassination of Gianni Versace. Anybody else? Because holy shit, I am cringing, but I can't stop watching because the way they're telling the story is so good. But I, it's literally the most horrific thing I've ever seen. Really? Yeah. Okay. So I just want to know if anyone else is with me because it's rough. Give us some feedback. Tell, Let us know. What an amazing... I'm drunk. I don't know. Okay. <laughs> what an amazing episode. Um, hey, you guys, if you could. So all you need to do, again, to enter the giveaway, leave us a message on our Instagram, whatever photo is the first one you see, what your favorite part of the episode was. But if you guys would like to leave a, a review, if you guys would like to leave a review of the show, we would really appreciate that. It helps us. It helps people find the show, and it helps spread the word. So, By the way, us- I'm still getting wine port, so bye. Bye. Um, leave us a review on iTunes, and thanks, everybody. Bye. Thank you. We Namaste love you. Namaste listening. I'm Namaste Elizabeth Cott. drinking wine. I'm Falcon. Yes, that's a retrograde.